Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. Andy Spateri, Gooey Fame, what is up? Hi. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, I'm good. I, like I was talking to you, I was just eating dinner, and I was watching King of the Hill. I've been, I've been recording a lot today. We had a long ZD YouTube vid, so I've kind of been sitting here in this room all day, but I'm pretty excited to talk about this movie. I'm, How are I'm you? doing great. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. Like I, I told, we were talking about some things going on with me, but one thing I didn't mention that I don't know if you saw that I just posted, it is my father's 60th birthday today. <laughs> I did. I did just see <laughs> yeah. this right before I sat down. Yeah. So what an amazing photo you yeah. share. Yeah. My my dad is uh, is like a, a drip god. He, he you should see some of his different <laughs> outfits that he rocks. So I uh, just wanted to. I actually had a quick uh, conversation with him right before we started recording. He's in Las Vegas right now celebrating his birthday, but uh, we're going out for dinner on Sunday. So wanted to give a shout out to uh, to the old man on the show. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. We we hear many famous quotes from your father all the time. He's a he's a wise man. Um I don't think he knows how wise he is actually sometimes. <laughs> He'll walk in he used to walk into my work all the time and people would be like, Wow, you're Andy's dad? And he'd be like, Yeah. And I'd be like, Well, you know, you're you're kind of a a folklore hero around here, you know? Like <laughs> He's like uh, so many uh, false attributions. <laughs> yeah. that he's like, uh, he's got to live up to the hype. Yeah, well, I you know what I I think he does. So happy birthday, Dad! Hope happy you're birthday. A fun time. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm sipping a sipping a nice crisp apple cider, getting ready to talk about man, one of the OG video game movies. And in fact, this could almost be I don't want to say <clears throat> like a new chapter or a new era, but like this is like. You know, we're we're now entering the like the vintage, like the the no one almost knows about these video game movies that that we're covering here on Virtual Theater because we got this one. We we talked yeah. about doing another one that I want to keep secret, like in a in another couple weeks. Like there's some there's some hidden gems being unearthed on Virtual Theater. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, because that's uh, and we've already we've definitely covered movies like this before. This this one's a little different because it. I think it did have like a just a Japanese only release and we have covered some like that. But we're also like some of the ones we're thinking of are ones that just got like a very specific release or maybe straight to video. And, and you know, those are really they're not even what's interesting about those is like they're not made with like a large theatrical release in mind. So they are geared to, more towards fans and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, these different types of movies or I I'm imagining the one today probably I I wonder if you know how much this one was made in mind with you know like ever releasing in America because it never was but you know you you can tell it's it's uh it's it's clearly different than if they were to make a Mario movie now you know they would like it's more probably geared more towards America than anything yeah yeah totally and like um th- there's a lot I I I think that there's a lot about this that is like really actually like incredibly faithful, which which surprised me uh, a little bit because, well, I'll, I'll save it till we get there, actually. But um, yeah, I, I have to say that doing this movie was very refreshing because 
unfortunately for us, we, we've kind of been on a run of stinkers a little bit. We did, uh, you know, we, we did the Uncharted movie last time, which, which I hated. Mm-hmm. And we did Chung Lee before, which I was, I was really ready to like that movie, but it, it was pretty bad. And, uh, couldn't, couldn't, do, c- it, couldn't yeah. do it. Um, which actually is funny because for like the last, like at least six weeks after we did Chung Lee, I left the DVD in my PlayStation and like, you know how sometimes when you're going on your PlayStation, you hit like the, the disc is right beside the, the like more TV and stuff app. So I would always hit the, the disc mm-hmm. accidentally and it like the fucking legend of Chung Lee would come up and I'd be like, God damn it. Not this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's amazing. You keep <laughs> just having to encounter it. Eventually I was like, okay, this is enough. I am getting up and I'm taking this DVD out right now. And, uh, but it took me like six weeks to do that. So. I don't know. Maybe that was the world telling me I should give it another chance. But nevertheless, um, we are here today to cover. I think, I think that I, this is factual. The first ever film based on a video game, Super Mario Bros. The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. Um, I'm confirming that fact. So, so funny fact: this was released mm-hmm. alongside a movie called Running Boy, Star Soldier's Secret. They were released on the same day, so for the benefit of our show, we're just going to say that this is the first ever video game movie ever. That's wild, ever. I know, it's it's cool. I It, it felt like, especially because it's one that wasn't released here, it felt like while watching it, like, oh, this is like a... And, and also a movie that I don't think has a modern release. It was like, oh, this is like a historical artifact we're watching yeah and and you know what i gotta say like i thought it was a lot of fun actually like i was uh i was enthralled like the whole time and and so so obviously the movie is um the movies first and foremost the movie's in in japanese so you have to watch it dubbed you don't have to watch it dubbed actually there is a a translated one that we found but oof that was that was rough it it was a little strange um yeah so and like we do we'll we'll have to share it because there's yeah. like a oh you know what youtube channel I, I said dubbed i'm so sorry i meant subbed subbed not dubbed yeah um i went sub sub because so like did that I. when i pulled up it was a little strange but uh it just felt more natural to watching it like this and the version that has the subtitles is i think the best quality one too like it just in terms of how it looks yeah which i i gotta give i i um don't know like we we should probably say this but i've got the uh i've got the channel in front of me here actually so um and and sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but uh, just a little backstory no go go ahead so this was originally released uh july 20th 1986 so for context that is one year after the first ever Super Mario Bros. came out. And we're not... I, th- I think that's... Uh, so Super Mario Bros. like the arcade game had been out by then. But like I think Super Mario Bros. like the one that we all know like and love with like level 1-1. And, and all that kind of stuff. It had come out the year before. So this is coming out like hot on the heels after that. And I th- it's like mm. this had been kind of... Um, I guess like kind of lost for, for a long time. Like you know it never got a North American release. It never got a like really anything... Um, however, a, uh, a fan restoration was released in July, 2021, and it is, uh, it was by someone named Carnival, and, um, they released a, a, uh, 
let's see, uh, a 60 millimeter film scan on YouTube and announced that the fan restoration group Kineco Video would restore it in 4K, which was released April 16th, 2022. So we watched the uh, Kineco video yes. restoration and um, it looks awesome. Like it's much more vibrant. It looks wow. so good. Yeah. And so, you know, massive props to them for preserving this. Uh, one detail I read in this is that they think that the the film they had is possibly the last surviving print of the movie. Wow. So, like, that that is crazy, I think. Like, but yeah, me- like, awesome. Th- like, oh, major, <laughs> thank major you. thanks to them. I mean, this this is literally history. Like, we're... We're talking the first ever video game movie, like, and I bet you that a lot of people don't know that this exists, which I, I think is really cool that that we got a chance to cover it today. Um, and and I gotta I gotta say, awesome job too, like that they did the subtitles and it's done really well. There's obviously some things like I imagine, like, oh, this would have been like localized, yeah, in a specific way if it was actually released here. But there was also something nice about, like, like obviously, like, it doesn't all, like, click, but there's something interesting about, like, seeing, I guess, that sort of translation, like, you know, so, like, like what is the, you know, I'm almost, like, trying to fill in the gaps of, like, how certain things are intended, and because we're looking at it as, like, <laughs> almost like this historical artifact, it made it. I don't know, kind of kind of cool, you know. I, I agree, and, like, I, I think you're right. Like, I think that you could tell that when you, like, when you watch the movie, there's, um, what's a good word to describe? Like, like it's almost like some parts are, like, overly formal, and I think it's because it's, like, a, a one-to-one translation of how, like, the words were, like, the what the Japanese word is to the English word, where, like, I think nowadays you'd kind of translate it, get the general gist of what they're trying to say, and then, like, rewrite it to to be yeah. you know what i mean like so it's it's really it's really interesting to watch it's really it's really interesting to listen to uh ever i think most people know i'm not the biggest fan of like subtitles but this one was awesome i i loved it actually and it like there, a bunch of the voice acting cracked me up like it was really good the voice acting was fun and there's times too where they like would put little like subtitle or like sub things on footnotes on them to like describe like kind of culturally what the thing they're saying yes. means, you know, like, and I thought that was I don't know that was like very educational at times, you know. Um, I yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. So, uh, it, it this movie has like an absolute ton of charm. Uh, we'll we'll definitely link you the uh like the the video to go watch it if you want to go watch it for yourself, which which I think you should. This is like this is not a very long movie. It's only an hour long. Um, so you can like. I don't know. You put it on while you're eating dinner or something like that. Maybe you know, watch half an hour one night, mm-hmm. half an hour the, na- the, na- the other night. But it's it's really it's a worthwhile watch. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I'm excited to to talk about it. I did this like classic virtual virtual theater style where like I was kind of writing down like scene by scene some of my favorite moments here. So um, I'm ready to take yeah, us on this on a journey. A, it's a pretty pretty easy to do that because it's kind of these little bites. All, it's like an adventure movie, and they're on, they they have these little bite size encounters. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it it reminded me at times of the new Mario movie because it's like you know it's kind of low stakes for for the most part, and well, pretty much the same stakes I feel like, and you know it's just like the almost these little tiny 
jokes and scenes and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, um, I liked it though. I I thought it was really fun, and uh, and I guess we should mention too. Um, so this was this was made by I'm probably gonna butcher this, but uh, Shakitu Co Limited. It's a Japanese entertainment company. Um, so it was released 1986, and most of the music is like right from the game. So uh, Koji Kondo is actually credited yeah. as as like a the music person for this movie. So very cool. Uh, great voice cast. They all did like a really fun <laughs> job. I thought, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get going here. So let's let's take it away. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so here we go. We we start off, and uh, <laughs> I have to say, actually, before we even get to anything. And and I want to elaborate on this later in the movie, but like this this almost reminds me in a way of the Zelda cartoon in that like there was so little to like base the movie characters from the video game characters off of. They had like, you know, like Link in the first mm-hmm. game, Mario and Luigi in the first game don't really have personality traits to speak of. So they're just kind of like, you know, like in, in the Zelda cartoon, they're like, OK, Link's going to be a scumbag. And in this one, they're just like. Luigi's gonna be like this greedy motherfucker. He's like Wario. Yeah, that's exactly what he's like, actually. <laughs> and Mar- Mario's like he's, he's not cool. as evil, but no, Mario. Well, both of them like they aren't. It, it's I kind of I kind of like this actually. Like that it it exists at this time where it's like you almost can do anything. Yeah, with the characters. So I uh, I, I it, like that a lot, and it's just I love it. It was charming because it was like. I wonder how they settled on that, you know, depiction. And uh, I just, you know, it just, it continued. It actually made me smile more and more as the movie went on, particularly Luigi, who we can talk about later here. But that was actually my first, like, my first takeaway is just how fun and, like, I don't know, like, freeing it was almost just to have, like, these, like, really weird depictions of these characters. I let, yeah, they felt even more like... Like, I felt like in the new movie, for example, you could say, like, they it was, like, it fit what you imagined. I feel like they kind of played it, you know, right right down the middle. Yeah. Um. You Then you obviously have the games, and then you have, like, the original live-action movie, which I I think they, they nailed a, a very, like, specific, like, a very, like, a great chemistry we talked about. And this, I liked, they felt, like, the most, like just some random guys that aren't like you know they aren't like heroes they are just like they they're not plumbers in this or whatever but uh i don't know they just felt like mario and luigi just both felt like dudes you know what i mean and like the ending kind of reinforces that i guess a little bit yes but uh yeah they they just both seem like guys you know mario's like he's not some big haha hero you know he's just a guy playing video games late at night (laughs) in his room i love that by the way so so mario's a gamer which is appropriate he's yeah he's on his famicon playing super mario bros and he he, which is a weird bit of like (laughs) meta business and then uh i dude i love this so peach and all of the mushroom kingdom enemies come into the world which is amazing at first, he's playing like like if if uh, Earthbound was a platformer, because he's like he's your kid with a baseball bat, and there's like pencils coming af- after you. Maybe that's Running and then all Boy. All of a sudden, I've never heard of that game. Running Boy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a real game, but I like. I feel like it was like I don't know, like Mother. I feel like is was kind of the vibe I got from it, but you know. Okay. But then all of a sudden, yeah, like 
he's played Super Mario Brothers, but it's like cool because it's like it just switches and all of a sudden it's like Peach running from the enemies and stuff. So it's it's almost like uh, I don't know, like the game, the game he's playing begins to exist like within his world, like right away. It's I like how it's not really explained. You no, know? it just it just is. It just happens. There's something magical about it that like only a I feel like only a kids movie can really like convey that sort of magic. Sometimes, well, you know, like well, either that or the if ring. They made that like, <laughs> or the what? Or the ring. You have the the girl coming out from yeah, the TV. Yeah, right. Like it's yeah. This this is great. Like, even even in like. The and I get why you do this, but in like the Bob Hoskins John Leguizamo movie, there's like a you know an explanation for this. Or in the new one, they're like, oh, there's it's the same explanation actually. There's like some put magic pipes or whatever. I love in this, it's just like yeah, they just like come out of the TV. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's um, awesome. There's some it's truly magical. Yeah, uh, you know, I I did think of one thing actually when I was uh, when I was watching this movie. I didn't know that Peach and Bowser had those names all the way back then. I thought that they were just like Toadstool and King Koopa. So that's something we recently discovered over on uh, Flashback 64, uh, my other podcast where we cover Nintendo 64 games, uh, because we were reading sources from the time and... Uh, we were reading like a Nintendo Power from when um, Super Mario 64 came out and someone wrote a letter like, what is this? Is this Princess Toadstool? Is she Daisy? Because, you know, there was Daisy right. in the Mario Land games. But now in this game, like she's Peach. <laughs> What's up with that? And I think in America, I think it was in America, like they that was the first time. But uh, then we found out that Peach had been known as Peach, like in Japan prior to that game i so, see that makes much more sense because i i remember um i think in super mario rpg like i think that her name is still toadstool isn't it i i maybe i'm wrong about that actually that, i can't remember they might that maybe that could be the first one because like uh you know it was it came out the same year or whatever so. yeah um well anyways i i thought that that was interesting but that explanation makes uh a lot more sense. Speaking of Peach, too, dude, every time she oh, said no. Mario, I I lost it. It was it was so awesome. Mario! Mario! <laughs> it was so awesome. She, Her, yeah, the accent was yeah. just fun. Uh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, just great, great delivery. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I liked I liked doing uh uh I liked how they said Peach too, and I like I like how Bowser would call her like Peachy Chan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was kind of cute, if not very weird, obviously. <laughs> um so so here we go. The the whole mushroom kingdom basically is in Mario's living room. And Luigi, by the way, this was awesome. is taking a nap yeah, or the flying around. Yeah, something. So this this scene almost Luigi reminded me of like got- Fantasia. It was so cool. It was yeah. it was great. And uh Luigi's got the freaking cap yeah. and gown and candle. Yeah. <laughs> this is like medieval times, Luigi. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so so Bowser unfortunately uh captures Princess Peach and he makes short work of Mario too. And uh Mario's not quite the hero. 
that we all know and love at this stage of the movie. And then to make matters even worse, after Peach has been kidnapped and all of the Mushroom Kingdom enemies go back into the TV, Luigi walks in and he doesn't believe it. However, however, Peach has left a medallion in the real world and Mario has it. And uh, by God... This guy, this guy's like, I'm going to rescue Princess Peach. And he starts thinking about it. And all I could think of was the little uh, piece of meteorite from the 1993 movie. I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She uh, says later in the movie, like, I've worn that ever since I was born or whatever. You know, and I'm like, it's the same <laughs> yeah. thing. There's a lot of stuff that uh, uh, other properties. We can't say that this movie lifted it because this movie was literally like, the the godfather of all video game movies but there's uh there's more than a few things that that are reoccurring let's mm-hmm. just say um and by the way there's a sweet opening title theme here great yeah great, with, dude. Uh, great rock and roll let's hang out and rock and roll we're full uh we're full-blooded rock and rollers i think it was and there's awesome like artwork yes uh doing the credits you know of like basically like Things from the world, you know, of the uh, of the Mushroom Kingdom. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so here we go. Mario and Luigi, they own a convenience store. They're not plumbers, which is kind of funny because I think, yes. like, canonically, they were definitely plumbers at this point. But uh, by God, they, they have a convenience store and Mopey Mario is scaring away those customers with his bad attitude. Yeah, I love th- Mario is just, uh, he can't stop thinking about Peach. I love that. Like, when... Even when she gets like kidnapped, he's like, "Oh, she's she's cute." Like that's Mario's whole motivation in in this is just that he's like he's like obsessed with getting Princess Peach. Yeah, because he he's like in love with her. Um, quite the first impression, I guess, from from Princess Peach. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, she's cute." I fell yeah. in love with her a little bit when she said like Mario. Like I was like, I get it. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so here here we go. Luigi's just obsessed with the necklace, the, the he wants treasure. So the, the, apparently, uh, Luigi, you're right, he takes a look at this necklace and is like, wow, this thing is going to guide us to treasure. And, and so, like, you know, for all of his faults, by the way, Luigi, like, blindly follows Mario on, on this quest and, and is just like, you know what, you're my brother, okay, let's go. He is kind of a he's a little bit sleazy in this movie, but by God, he 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 sticks it through the the entire way, and he and he doesn't get like, all that much treasure even. I feel like they both they both are like, yes, we're on the same mission, but for different reasons. Yeah, and they're, and they're both like they're both kind of well. It's not silly to want to save someone, but Mario's attitude about it is obviously uh. Uh, uh, is goofy you know so I, I like that that they're like it's not it's not it doesn't become like a point of contention between them necessarily but it does get them into trouble for sure they're different motivations um so this is where the movie picks up I think because all of a sudden this blue dog just shows up out of nowhere this this thing looks like blues clues he looks awesome I would this should be in a Mario game like a modern Mario game by the way because this guy is awesome you should get this dog companion. Oh yeah. man! Uh, apparently, the dog has a name too, which I looked up. It is uh, Kibby Dango. Is the dog's name Kibby Dango? Kibby Dango. Okay. So this dog comes in to the store, 
and he he beats the shit out of Mario and he steals the pendant and they go on this awesome chase trying to try to get this pendant back from this blue clues dog and that ends up with the bros in the mushroom kingdom yes so they, I I like this at one point the song that's playing has a, the lyric that they translated is something like that girl is freaking banging <laughs> 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 I'm like, I wonder, like, what that really seems like. I don't know. It's oh man, it's strange. <laughs> she bangs. She bangs. Yeah, that's uh... she bangs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. If only that was released earlier. Um, and it's freaking crazy <laughs> yeah. when they land there. The Mushroom Kingdom is a bad place, by the way. So Koopa has already taken over everything. This this is like this is a bad place to be. Um, actually, it's post apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah, and. uh and man, like, like it's 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 just it's not a good scene, and they're and they're planning a coup basically to take out Koopa because like he you know he's he's the he's the they're ruler Koopa, so they're gonna take him out. And uh, yeah, there's a freaking Gandalf here or whatever, but he's just he's all hair. Dude, I I wrote down like Gandalf sends them on a mission. Like I don't know who this guy's supposed to be, but he has like the biggest bushiest. Be- he kind of looks like God actually. A little bit. He's only hair. Yeah. There's like, even on his arms, you can see like hair is growing on it. Like, I don't know what this dude would be if you shaved him, but I suspect he'd be like a naked old man because he is, he is Gandalf the White for sure. And he is the one that told the dog to lead the bros to the Mushroom Kingdom because this guy is just like, you know what? I'm going to send you on a side quest. I'm going to send you on a fetch quest. By the way, actually, I skipped over this very important part. There was a transition where Mario's face broke up like glass, and it was awesome. Yeah. This is so good. There's a lot of fun transitions. Like, I remember when, like, they show a scene of, like, when one of the Toad villages is, like, under siege, and they're, like, getting shot at, but there's, like, an awesome cloud transition between that and, like, the wizard guy talking to him. Yeah, this is some heavy shit going on in the Mushroom Kingdom. There's amazing backgrounds in this. Like, when he's talking to them, uh, you see, like, in the vista, there's, like, a green sky with, like, red meteors all over and i'm like it looks like like dragon ball z or something like maybe that's just like i don't know it's just yeah it, i know <laughs> it, you're right like it looks the animation in this movie looks like it looks very cool like it, it's got that like classic disney kind of vibe to it like i i think it looks great actually yeah there's something like that like there, there's like a fantasy sci-fi weirdness to this that you that like beyond like the first Mario Brothers game you don't really have as much it gets like kind of cute but i think things are so abstract kind of in the first one that it it, it like could be anything and i like how it embraces that kind of weirdness i think well i mean like if you take a look at the first Mario game like that's a that's a pretty weird game you got like all these mushrooms and like weird enemies and stuff like that and like you know there's some weird stuff going on there i you know i can see why this movie is just like Okay, let's let's just continue to be weird. I like I like that. When Mario when he he glass he glass shatters and he gets so fired up about what's going on with Peach that he just transforms into like a sombrero wearing Mario, like a like a Mexican Mario, I guess. I don't know. He he can't and be stopped. He, he's he's on a mission. 
But then he just randomly changes back, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, this is this whole sequence was great. It was actually like it was a little bit dazzling. It was almost hard to keep up with what was going on because it was like one second, like like first of all, it's like Gandalf shows up and he's covered in hair, and then like there's Mexican Mario, and we were just talking about Mexican Mario and like the Discord and and like just the next scene is absolutely outrageous and like. You have this, like, mushroom kingdom that's under siege. Looks like Game of Thrones or something like that. It's There's a lot going on, and it's all awesome. Yeah, that, like, when they set off then on their little journey, they're even more, like, just wild-looking areas. Oh, like, with, and And it's another one where it's like, yeah, okay, I'm imagining, like, in the game, there's, like, the platforms, you know? So, like, they're trying to show, like, those in the sky with, like, the weird... And there's weird spikes and just wild backgrounds and disco man cubes i don't know you 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 literally can't describe everything that's going on because there's so much like wild shit happening and like we're, we're at the beginning of the movie like there's so the the side quest that gandalf sends the mario bros on what a sentence by the way like there there's three like power-ups that they need to get I think it's a mushroom, a star, and uh, yes, something. Yeah. And uh, each one of them is wild, like wild. So <laughs> there's <coughs> there's a flower, a flower. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's let's start off with the first side quest here. This one, actually, before we get there, so we got to introduce a couple key characters. I thought to this movie, <laughs> there's there's these two goombas that show up. They look awesome. They look like classic Goombas. They're classic Goombas. They're mischievous yeah. little buggers, and their whole purpose here is to fuck up the Mario Bros. They keep on giving them advice, and it's like completely the wrong yes. advice, which is well, great. They're introduced on one of these. So before each quest, they're doing they do a little montage with all these crazy visuals I was talking about, and they go back to that like theme song that's like you know oh. rock and roll. <laughs> we love love. Uh, and so every time that's like, it's basically like three little episodes with the song that splits them up. I love it. Uh, but yeah, I love the song. And then, yeah, I love this, uh, um, interpretation of the Goombas actually. Like, it's like, okay, where it makes sense. Like the, the Koopa Troopas are like his army. And then I like the Goombas are just like other mushrooms that live there. And they're just like. They they've got their own thing they're doing you know they're they're messing with the Mario Bros you know they're they're troublemakers just for you know just because they like to see the world burn so I thought these guys were great and dude that that fucking song man like the, the we, we what is it like you will have love or you will have I don't know what it was but this song played like <laughs> rock and roll thumping <laughs> dude this song played like at least. At least half a dozen times in this movie. At least. Which was mm-hmm. incredible. So, uh, I-, I loved it. I think it's called Doki Doki Do It. Um, rock and roll version by Mirai Dujai. <laughs> Shout out to that. Hell yeah. So, you should go check that out. It's it's a great jam. Um, dude, okay, so the first side quest here. It starts off and Luigi's like, I'm really hungry. And Luigi's like really hungry. He starts having visions of like... The dog is like a, a prime rib or something Classic, like that. Yeah. And like, so the Goombas come over and they're like, hey, Luigi, 
why don't you come with me? I know where you can get something to eat. And they lead it to a field of mushrooms. And this is something else. Oh, my God. This is yeah. something else. So <laughs> Luigi starts eating all these mushrooms. And each mushroom makes you do a different thing. Like, one of them makes him, him laugh. One of them makes him cry. One of them makes him angry. Uh, this this was wild. And, like, Mario comes over and is like, dude, what's going on? And then a fucking giant paratrooper just picks up Mario and takes him to her nest. And this happens in the span of, like, like one minute. Mm-hmm. And the, the paratroopers are really kind of freaky in this. Um... Jurassic Park esque. They're like, they're like more. Yeah, they're like more bird like than, which makes sense, I guess, because they they fly around. But you know, they always are more turtle like with just with wings. And I like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. Like the the Koopa, the way they portray Koopa in general is like he has more bird like elements than are you know than are present now in the games. It's it's a wild scene because like they. You know, Mario and Luigi spend, uh, I don't know how long they spend, but they, they bond with the, with the paratroopers kids, um, by, by kids, I mean like little, little birdies in the nest. And, uh, uh-huh. eventually I think they just like, they just like bounce out of, out of there. And then Mario starts climbing the cliff and he gets the first, uh, he gets the he first gets gimmick. Mushroom. Yeah. The mushroom. And, uh, they, there it was, there was the first power up gone. And, and. So first of all, you the song starts playing, so you know that you're in for a good time. But the second thing that was like absolutely buck wild is all of these like mushrooms or all no, sorry, all of the coins and all of like the, this stuff starts transforming, and out of all of this stuff comes toads. Except they're not the toads that you think. They're like, how would you describe these? Like toads that are like all teenage girls. Yeah, I guess I guess so, yeah. I guess like they, um they definitely I think portrayed I think that's just how the toads might look. I don't know. I guess they see different types of toads. But like I'm trying to think back to like the war scene where they're like being bombed. They they just look more like your traditional toads, yeah. The, these toads are like imagine a fairy, but it's like a toad. Like a Zelda fairy yeah. as a toad. This this was wild. I was uh I was loving this. <laughs> and they call them, I guess in the original game, they are referred to as mushroom retainers. Oh my god. <laughs> so, like, that's why they're called that in this. That's incredible. So it's very faithful, yeah. Oh my god. I love that, yeah, all this stuff that's, like, before, you know, like, pre-Mario just coming into its... Like what feels like its final form, you know what I mean? Oh man, <laughs> the, I proto Mario, I love it, dude. I I took the dog for a walk before this, and I was like in in the Andromeda Galaxy watching this scene, like this sequence of events that I just described. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this might be the best thing I've ever seen. It was so awesome, um, and it, and it just keeps on getting better. By the way. Because once that song plays, you know that you don't have to wait long for adventure. There's going to be another little adventure, and uh, <laughs> and here we go. I love the montage. It's awesome. By the way, I love, I love uh, when he they get stepped on or whatever, and he goes into like kaiju mode, which is a fun way to imagine the getting big, like the scales. Because in the game, like it is like the the Koopa Troopas are like not that much 
different in size from you. Yeah. But uh, when you get, you know, I just, I like that interpretation of it. Like when he, they're like massive to him, but when he takes this, he becomes like massive to them. And it's, he's like a kaiju, you know? This was, it was awesome. Uh, and so we meet, we need, we meet another classic Mario character here. This time it's Lakitu. However, uh, Lakitu in, in this movie, in this world, this guy's like a, this guy's like Jesus. He's creating life out there. He's like, he's turning on all of his weather abilities from his cloud to create little, uh, what are those spike thing called? Oh, yeah. Spike things called? They're called, um, I think they're just called Lakitu Spinies or something. Whatever. Well, he creates like an army of these guys to go chase the Mario Bros. Well, and this is, this is also they awesome. Also, <clears throat> they also end up there because, uh, like they get bad directions from our Oh, Goombas. from those damn Goombas. That's right. And they lead them into, they, they're like, oh yeah, flower. That's where you want to go. Right. So, um, yeah, they lead them. They lead them to like a bunch of piranha plants, which is fun. Those, those Goombas, man, they are just mischievous little buggers. Um, somebody should get them. (laughs) (laughs) And when, when we run into Lakito here, this is where I learned about another version of, of his name, the Japanese version, because the, the translation, uh, mentions it, but he keeps he keeps saying uh, like Jugamu or something like that, Ju- Jugam Jugamon, okay. something like that, and uh, it's that's like his. I, I'm sorry, I don't have it exactly right, but that's his uh, uh, like Japanese name, and I guess I read it came from like some old Japanese folklore or something about yeah about a boy with a comically long name beginning with Jugamu Jugamu. Okay, so it's like. It's like reference to this random folklore tale. I don't know what how those things connect, huh. but uh, I have to. I have to tell you no. one thing. I don't think before about three minutes ago I'd ever said Lakitu out loud before. The way you said it sounds way better than the way I just I just butchered it. That's what did I say? you said Lakitu, and that that sounds like that sounds proper. I said Lakitu, which sounds weird. I've heard that too, but I was I've always just said Lakitu. Yeah, okay, I, I like that. Which I gotta say. This brought me back to playing the first game um, because I can't remember. Well, often there was like an easy warp thing you could get to where you'd warp from one like a bunch of stages. And I can't remember. It's like world six or something, but it's the first one like I would and I would commonly encounter Lakitu. And I was always so scared because it's like throwing things at you and then they walk you know they walk and i don't know as a kid i just always thought this was like the the scariest thing <laughs> like the most intimidating thing in video games you know i i don't know that i thought that he was like super intimidating i and i think i only didn't think that because i always loved like kind of the challenger the rush of like taking him out and then riding around in his cloud. I thought that was like, so I felt like so awesome and so powerful whenever I could do that. Mm. Um, actually there's one in yes, super yeah. in paper Mario that, that joins your party and he's like the most useful guy to have. Cause you can just ride around in his cloud and you don't have to hit the spikes or whatever. See, I think, I think that you can't do until a later game. I think in the original, you can't. So he's just oh, you, throwing he's just a pain in the butt. I, I Dang. don't, I'm pretty sure that's true, or at least maybe I didn't know that. If so, either way, yeah. Like from, I probably if I played it now, it's like not that bad. <laughs> well, 
Regardless, this, I mean, the guy literally is, is creating life out there and he's got this, it's supposed to be like a machine, but it's, it's like kind of organic. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, some like random plant that I I'm not sure is it ever touched on what that random plant is that saves Mario, Luigi, and the dog from getting. Uh, I smooshed. feel like it's just uh, like you know in the game you'd find random vines. I think it's just a random he watered it and it grew. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, that that's all you need. That's all you need. Um. So yeah, Mar- there's a great scene too where like Mario's way <laughs> up in the sky. He's talking to Lakitu, and both of them are like chatting with each other for like it seems like forever until they realize who they're talking uh-huh. to, and they're like, "Hey, yes," because Lakitu thinks he's like taking him out. You know, it's like, "Oh, okay, he's dead." It's so awesome because it's like, who else would be there at this particular <laughs> moment? Like, <laughs> you know, oh, it was magical. Um, and speaking of magical, so Mario, Mario gets Lakitu's cloud machine, and uh, everyone. Luigi, the dog, all the spinnies. Everyone is just mesmerized by what Mario is doing. He's making he's making something in that cloud machine and <laughs> this He like makes it go through the seasons. Oh my god. <laughs> and then he gets to winter and they get covered in snow and fall asleep. I, I feel like there was like is there context I'm missing here? You know what I mean? Like that felt like I'm like, does the folklore <laughs> explain what the this machine thing is and why the spinies sleep and why you know like if i don't know it was an interesting choice i guess that i i didn't i felt stupid <laughs> that i didn't understand um i i didn't feel stupid because i was like i bet you that there's no like i bet you that there is no lore or anything like that maybe there is but i was like there's probably not and it's probably they're probably just doing this which i think is like much better and much more <laughs> awesome like like, he flies on a cloud, so therefore he must have control yeah. over the weather. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, this- It does say in the manual for the original Super Mario Brothers, they describe uh, him as a mysterious turtle who controls the clouds. Well, I mean, he so. he literally controls him. He's in that cloud, and he's like, why isn't this going where I want it to? And then he pulls out, like, the steering wheel from the cloud, which is amazing. Um so yeah, this is this was great. This is another uh A plus scene in the movie. Um you know? And then that song, that damn song. This is so good. I love the the song out of the toads again. There's just cute little animations of random little characters. Uh like the flowers and stuff. <laughs> you got Mario throwing fireballs. Uh <laughs> there's a part where uh they're hitting the blocks and getting coins, and then they hit one, and it's like, like little things of instant noodles with like Mario on them. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so he's got merch already. Luigi's getting money, by the way. That's still been a thing. Yes, Luigi is a greedy bastard. Who we're gonna? <clears throat> he's a howl. We're gonna talk about him in a sec because he pulls some some slick hero moves here. But so Mario ends up getting the flower. So he's got two of his three MacGuffins here. And, but we take a quick mm. break, actually, and we see we see Bowser, and uh, and Bowser is a very different kind of Bowser in this. Like, I this dude's like hopelessly in love with Peach in like kind of a pathetic way, where like he like earnestly is like very much in love with her and is is trying to convince her that he would be like an awesome husband. But he's not so like 
he's not so in love that he won't like capture her and force her to marry him. But like he's he's got a, a very different vibe. It's not like your typical Bowser vibe. He's like pathetic, kind of. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I wrote down. I was like, this, yeah, dude's kind of pathetic <clears throat> a little bit. <laughs> and like he's like, uh, this is a part I like where he's like. Uh, being like, Peach, I'll do anything for you. And apparently in this, he has the power to shapeshift or whatever. Yes. And uh, this is a fun part, because, like, Peach is telling him things to turn into, but uh, according to the subtitles, they're like, they just, they're just, like, there's no word for them. Like, she's just making up nonsense to, like, get him to see what he'll turn into, you know, to, like, you know, get under a skin or something. You know, I kind of like this scene, too, because it, it gave, like, <clears throat> Princess Peach a little bit of agency. Just a little. Because, like, for most of the movie, she's sitting around just being like, Mario, please come rescue me. Yeah, like, I mean, you know. And that's definitely, that's really the maximum of her kind of characterization in this. Too, yeah, you know, like, that's about as clever as she gets. But, you know, it was it was like a little flash. At least, at least it was something. And, like, like you know, this is this is that era where like it was a, a damsel in distress and that's what Peach was and that's what yeah. Peach is in this movie, but uh I don't know. A little little <laughs> something at least. Uh by the way, those those pesky Goombas have lured the Mario Brothers into a trap and now they're in jail. By God. And the it's funny because like they I feel like they still don't uh get the beef they have with the Goombas because they're like, they're like, hey, could you like let us out? <laughs> we gotta, we gotta go uh, to the castle or whatever. We need to rescue Peach, and they're like, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> they're so dumb. <laughs> they're just like, hey, Goomba, you've given us shitty directions three times now, but hey, can you can you let us out? And the Goomba literally has to spell it out. And be like, dude, I work for Bowser. What are you talking about? I'm not letting you out. It's awesome, and I like the. They're like, uh, here, we're gonna, they leave a hammer, bro, to watch them, and he's smashing his hammer or whatever. I, I love that. The best, the best part was, like, when they do eventually, uh, break out, and, like, Luigi's just sitting there by, like, the, oh, like, the smashed open, uh, jail cells or whatever, like, the bars, and the mm -hmm. hammer bro doesn't notice, and Luigi's, like, trying to play it cool. It was so funny. It was, it was great. And by the way, speaking of great, the uh, Bowser tells Princess Peach that Mario has been captured. And there's this amazing, sad song that starts playing. There's like this montage. Oh, yeah. And, and you remember like, oh, man, there's also like a, a brief thing where Mario is like fantasizing about like being with her and he's got like a nice suit on. Yeah. <laughs> this dude has it like bad. Mario is... <laughs> That's like, I, I guess it's funny. It does remind me of Link where I'm like, this guy is kind of pathetic. Like, I I mean, he's he, he not completely. It's it's not like he's not like a a gross guy or anything like Link is. But he, it's just like he's kind of sad. You know, it's like you're fantasizing about it. This random video game girl. You don't know. It seems you know? like Mario's missing something in his life. He doesn't like. Yeah, his, I know. He doesn't like his job. I don't know if he likes his brother. He, uh, he's playing video games. <laughs> yeah, I like how it's kind of like... That's what, like, with the thing with the damsel in, in distress thing is, like, I feel like 
the movie's not it's not like trying to actually like subvert anything or whatever but it it does feel like um it's kind of it's kind of uh satirical in in a lot of ways or at least like you know i like that the main the main character they kind of take you know shots at them or whatever they you know they make them out to be they're not heroic that's like what the ending will be you know yeah uh, spoilers and i i don't know it's it's sort of funny i think well, it's a uh, it's a very sad and very romantic song that plays as <laughs> yes. Mario and Peach are, are I thought I thought anyways like lusting for each other at a long distance and Mario's in a funk and eventually Luigi breaks him out of jail by digging this tunnel which is one of the first moments where Luigi kind of shows himself to be the true hero of this operation. Um mm-hmm. so they get out and they go to uh, to an underwater part, which is really fun. And you know what I love the most about the underwater part? Mm-hmm. They can just breathe underwater and nobody says anything. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> we can breathe. Cool. And the, the the fish can breathe in the air. It's 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 fantastic. Yeah, I love it. There's just it's just so yeah. Like I'm sure there's probably people who would complain about that, but there <laughs> there's just something so whimsical about this movie you know i thought it was it was so great i was like yes i don't need an explanation i don't need anything let's just let's go well well, there's a similar thing too because they find the star down there right and they make their getaway from like these bloopers and stuff uh with this ship that they just fly right out of the water into the air and they (laughs) and they just blow in the in the sails to make it sail away this was this is great. This is like the home stretch we're coming up to here of the movie, and like the movie has been such a trip so far that I was I was getting sad because I knew that it was coming to an end. But man, this final sequence, particularly with the ship, was so great. First of all, because they're like, oh, they're getting married tonight, by the way, and it feels like they've been there for like forever. But I guess it's only been for like a day, and they're in this airship and that used to be a bo- like a, a water ship. And they're they're almost there, and then they like destroy their boat right before they get there for no mm-hmm. reason. It was it was great. I gotta say, but right before this, it's our it's our last um like montage. It's when the ball like a ballad is playing, and they're like floating through the starry sky, and there's a shooting star, and then they have the they have the mushrooms and the stars and the flowers flying through the the air it's so like whimsical and like like dreamlike it's beautiful God, that but then yeah the ship <laughs> then immediately yeah. breaks apart that it, it and was then there's magical the castle though there's the castle with the red moon behind it looking like castlevania something like this this movie has vibes <laughs> like actually like and you know what the best part about it is you can watch it for free on youtube which i encourage yes. everybody to do because we're not doing it justice it's like it's something that you absolutely need to see. Um, so yeah, there this the inner chamber they go to. Oh, oh my is god, an incredible vibe as well. Oh my god, so like the I forgot that they were getting married, and I thought that it was just like so. You see the inside of Koopa's castle, and I was like, is this like mass? Are they at church or something like that? Because everyone is going like absolutely wild, and like there's everybody's like doing these like ritual dances and stuff like it looks like spectacular it's so creepy and i was like this could not get any more awesome and i think that that immediately after 
is when their ship just fucked up for no reason. But I was like, this is so absolutely incredible. Well, I was thinking this can't get any more awesome. And then Bowser calls upon his father to conduct the ceremony. And his father is like this bird shaman priest guy. He's got maracas and like a staff and he's doing some type of wedding ritual <laughs> in front of this like raging fire. Uh and I I love this. I I don't think we've ever seen uh Bowser's father before. It it was insane. It was like absolutely wild what was happening at this at this wedding. He's- he says, Peach, will you... He says, like, devout thy love yeah. to the <laughs> Koopa clan. I love the Koopa clan, you know? <laughs> like, man, this is, uh, yeah. She doesn't even say yes. I would, if I was Peach. Seems like a cool... <laughs> yeah. Seems like a cool bunch of bunch of turtles. If you ask me. It seems like it. also seems like a, a cult-type <laughs> situation. I don't know. You know... Uh, sidebar here, but I've actually been watching, I think I told you about this, but I've been watching a show that we just finished called uh, How to Become a Cult Leader, and it's like a little documentary mm. narrated by Peter Dinklage about like, you know, a couple famous cult leaders and, and the tricks that they employed to to become cult leaders. I kind of did get that vibe watching this a little bit, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, Peach won't go along with it. No, no, she's, and- she's playing hard to get. Too bad. <laughs> they're flying over. They're like, like you just see like streaks of things falling off the ships like rapidly. And, and then they're like, they have to paddle so hard in the air to make up for it because their boat, I guess, still works. But they do get there. They do get there. And it's great because like just when Bowser is like, Peach, you gotta, you gotta say yes to this marriage. And she's like, oh, it's everything I've been waiting for. Everything I've been dreaming of. Everything I've been hoping for. Mario's here, which is great. <laughs> yeah. It's another indignity to to Bowser here. Yeah, I mean, no wonder this guy's uh, got issues, you know. Um, so yeah, the the bros make it to Koopa's castle, and uh, this part is cool. Shit starts going down, man. Mario and the dog are like in some legit like two D levels. Like, yeah, there's like literally like oh, this these are like the platforming sections <laughs> it's oh, really cool it was it was so cool it was like it was almost like the montage like the training montage in the new super mario bros movie except like of yes. them just like beating levels it was, it was sweet yeah no i mean and that make actually makes more sense as like kind of the climax you know what i mean yeah 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 you know and it should be said too that there's like there's been like a lot of of different like enemies that have shown up and like like Mario things that show up in this movie and um and most of them are just like kind of there for like fan service but it it really works I feel like cuz it feels like the movie's already so wacky and like goofy that like it doesn't feel out of place to have these things that are you know not really not really important to the story but they're just like Mario things that just show up where like I feel like a modern movie would almost be like a little bit embarrassed about some of the like quirkier yeah. Mario movie or enemies, you know? I feel like it's not even it doesn't even feel like fan service. It's just like the movie I feel like it has those little like 
montages and things where some of those like the the hard hat ones come up in there uh, and that's their only like appearance i feel like it just has this sort of feel of more of like this is just like a fun little animated you know montage of, and like part of the charm i think is just showing cool different looking creatures and things like that like yeah. it's it's more because it is such a i don't know like a visual to me, I think it might just come down to, like, I find the visual aesthetic more appealing, so it it just feels like, you know, cool, different Well, and, and yeah, like... Things to look at, you know? Can't be overstated how, like, you know, this movie's old, and you might think that because it's old, like, the animation is outdated and doesn't look good, but it really does. It really looks, <clears throat> like, really cool. Um, mm. It definitely has some, like... Like, some of the animation is, I would say, like, stiff or whatever, but... um. It it just has a cool. It has a very unique style, I think, or like a very cool, like specific time that it it draws from. You know, like it just feels very like of its time, I guess, but it not in like a bad way. You know, what I mean, it's just like I guess you don't even you don't expect to see Mario in in this style. You know, it feels like oh, this seems like too soon that they would make a Mario movie like in this era, but it's like, no, they're capitalizing on it. Yeah. Um, so, so I mentioned Luigi earlier and I love that Luigi is just like this greedy scumbag in this movie. And he immediately, when they get to Koopa's castle, doesn't give a shit about princess peach. He just starts going to mine treasure, uh, from somewhere. And this guy, Luigi Mario accidentally saves Mario and uh, and actually, in fact, defeats the Goombas and causes the whole castle to implode. <laughs> this guy saves How the heroic. dang day. So heroic, yeah. Um, which is which is great because Mario is acting the damn fool here. He goes to use his three power ups. He he's gonna eat them. <laughs> and this this fucker, he's like he starts thinking about Mario rice or something like that. And he's like, oh man, I love rice. And he imagines it and then pulls it out of thin air. And Loses the star, so he doesn't have the three power-ups anymore. He's such a dummy. Oh my god, I was I was face-palming like, Mario, what are you doing? Well, does someone, like, where does that come from? Where does the rice come from? I, I don't know. I thought it was, like, almost a commercial in the middle of the movie. Maybe that's exactly what it was. He, uh, yeah, just, like, literally... Yeah, I'm watching it back now. It's like, yep, it's completely out of nowhere. I love that. Like, it could have been like a magic trick, but instead it's just like, no, here's some rice. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> bizarre. Stupid. It's bizarre. That's stupid. Like, was... It feels like, am I missing? <laughs> am I, this is the one where I'm like, am I missing context? Yeah. Or, you know. No, I think he just likes Someone rice. Helped. He's like, damn, I'm hungry. <laughs> He's already eating. Maybe the mushroom made him, like, hallucinate. Do, or do you think it had lingering psychological effects on him? <laughs> well, he just ate it, so maybe it's, like, oh, kicking shit, in, you know? Shit. Maybe. And the flower. He ate the flower, too. What do you think time is like in the Mushroom Kingdom? Like, do you think that time is just condensed? Like, maybe he's just, like, on this acid trip from his mushroom the whole time. I don't know. Oh, it's this is, like, interstellar, where he's going to come <laughs> back and <laughs> 60 years have passed. <laughs> uh okay let's we're almost at the home stretch here and uh so mario 
has lost his superstar because he's acted the fool and he's eaten rice. But damn it, Luigi Mario once again has saved the day because he finds the superstar. The hero. This guy, like, basically single-handedly saved the Mushroom Kingdom. And he found it because he's been digging around. <laughs> because he's a greedy fuck, so his greed is paid off. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> Mario goes, throw throw the star in my mouth. <laughs> I love that, like, there's a, there's a great running gag, too, that, like, Luigi keeps on finding, like, treasure and gold and, like, keeps on losing it, and he's, like, so yes. despondent over that. <laughs> uh, he really is Wario in this, in this movie. Yep. Um, here we I'm, go. Well, I'm glad that got to come back. Oh, here we get uh, some Mario 64 action. Yes! I, I loved <laughs> this final fight. I thought it was so awesome. Where yeah, it, it didn't it go so too long, cool. but Mario he like he basically like hulked up and kicked the shit out of Bowser and pulled out the old Mario sixty four finisher. Yeah, this is I I recall like the music playing here. Don't they play the Star song? Yes. Um, it was always really funny when they played they played the music like you said ripped straight out of the game, and if that felt like. <laughs> very cheap <laughs> to me like i guess it's like but it, it's like you know um <laughs> accurate i get faithful you could say but i felt like oh you know they didn't like write a little movie theme for this they just were like yeah let's just use that you know they should have played like even in the zelda cartoon they they only have the three songs but <laughs> it's kind of their versions of them should have played that song one last time that song that the being montage said, song it the the fight it was still awesome it was and like the the music almost made it better <laughs> just hearing the da, 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 da. well here here we go so the day is saved but i i would hesitate oh to gosh. say that it was saved because of super mario i think it was saved because of super luigi actually um well they 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 truly were a unit you know that i mean that is true yeah it, mario dealt the final this, blow but luigi teed him up you know, in many ways, the the new Super Mario Brothers movie is like a remake of this movie. You know what? You're you know? you're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's <laughs> there's a lot of common themes here, except for the ending yeah. of this movie because this was this movie takes a left turn here. So Mario gets a kiss from Princess Peach, and uh, and then all of a sudden it's just there's like this prophecy or something like that where she's like, you know what? I'm gonna marry whoever has. <clears throat> The other half of this pendant that Mario has. And Mario's like, oh shit, I think I got one at the shop. And I was like, okay, they're going to get married, that's cool. And the blue dog that's been with him the whole time transforms into Prince Somebody from the Flower Kingdom. And he... <laughs> uh, Haru. Haru. This guy's just like, I have the blue pendant and we will get married. And Peach is like, wow, yay, okay. And that, that was the end. Like, that was the end. Mario's like... Like, soul-crushed. It's so heavy. He's, like, heartbroken. And he's like, Peach, your happiness is my happiness. That's a direct line from the movie. And and it's like, what? This dude, after all this, is not gonna get with the princess? <laughs> what? I kind of loved it. Though, though, like, I guess to, to, like, Peach, like, when it happens, like, you don't even really get a reaction from peach no she's just like like uh mario's just like oh then she's gonna be like peach is never like yes i want to do this or i don't want to do you know 
Yeah, I don't know. So I guess going back to uh, agency, they're like, yeah, we won't. They're just at the end. They're just married, and they're like, see you, Mario, and the Gandalf just reappears. In like the movie just ends. I I was shocked to be honest, like because I thought that blue dog was was really cool, and I was like, man, this motherfucker is gonna marry Peach. Like really? <laughs> and, like I I don't know. I was I kind of I was hoping I kind of loved better. it though. Like I loved I there was something about it that it was just like. That that it was such a left turn. Well, that that's and, it. Like, because like, it subverted your expectations. I it, like. I felt bad for Mario, but I kind of liked it too, to be honest. I it was almost trying to do like it was like a self deprecating thing, but I thought I did think it was like it. I don't know. It could have been funnier if Peach was just like, "Oh yeah, I don't like you like that." Instead, it's just like, "No, I'm faded. I'm faded to marry some other guy, so I guess I'm gonna be with him." I mean, like... I don't know. It's fun. It's funny. <laughs> for what it's worth, the, the prince seemed like a nice guy. He was... He's very, uh... He's very respectful. Very thankful of Mario and Luigi's efforts. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, no, they take it... They take it pretty well. Yeah, well, I mean, poor Mario. I just... When he when he was there, his eyes are welling. There's tears just ready yeah. to start pouring. He's like... <clears throat> it's like, your happiness is my happiness. I was just like, fuck! Dude, I'm sorry. I love, like, the very, very ending. They're, like, saying goodbye, and Gandalf just fades back in, and he's just like, true courage is born from true love. Uh, That is the true power-up, the symbol of a hero, Mario. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just cuts to credits, and they're just like, they're, like, walking in the funniest way, like, Mario's got his arms up. <laughs> it's just like they're walking in the desert. <laughs> there are multiple times where, like, Mario, Luigi, and the dog were just, like, walking, like, straight towards the camera, and they were strutting. Like I loved it. Like the, oh like the Bee Gees strut from The Simpsons, <laughs> like, uh-huh, 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 staying alive. It was awesome. It was incredible. Uh, yeah, that's how, the, that's how the movie ends. Mario's heartbroken. And so is Bowser, too, by the way, who would... And, and by the way, this movie has a post credit scene, which is awesome. Uh, and, yeah. And Bowser has just taken over Mario's store for some reason. I think... I, I In the... You know, I was, like, reading the background info on this, and I saw that, like, the plot description said that they were being punished. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. Is that really what's happening? <laughs> Bowser seemed to to like it. He was, you know, he was way better with the customer that uh, that Mario pissed off than um, than Mario was. So there you go. Yeah, there's like an old there's an old lady who's baking a pie, and he's just like, "Here you go," and he's smiling, and then she does like a pose, and that's the end. That's the end of the movie. It's uh, it's well, also, it's a wild ending. You you said that that Mario's heartbroken, but when they're stomping around the world with smiles on their face, and then when they're coming out uh, at the end, they're like they're just like cheesing, and they're doing like peace sign, you know, like so they're like at the end of the day, they're fine, you know. I mean, I you know, I I bet you Mario finds love. He probably <laughs> he probably met Daisy shortly after this, you know. What's up? Yes, What's up, and Daisy? That leads. Yeah. That. Yep. It's a prequel. Mm-hmm. That's right. So uh, yeah, it's a. This is a, for what this is, I thought that this was spectacular. I had, like, a blast with it. It's it's insane. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> it's it's fun. It has great vibes. I, I, you know, it was so refreshing 
to watch like an awesome video game movie again after uh, yeah. a couple clunkers in a row. Yeah, this is one of the most. To me, it was very a very charming movie. It was one of the most charming movies we've covered. Um, you know, it's far. It's definitely far from like. Well, I don't know. I guess we haven't watched a lot that are. Uh, I don't know. It's not like the most uh, technically amazing movie ever. I guess. No. You could say. Def- you know. No, it, but like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's it's not like. I mean, it, it obviously doesn't have. I was about to liken it to like the Jungle Book or something like that. It it obviously doesn't have the same level of polish as like those movies, but like, uh huh. It, it's not like it's not like horrible to watch. Like, it still looks good. It runs good. It sounds good. Like, and it's it's, it's just charming. I think. Yeah. Like all like everything about it, and the, like I said, the the fact that it is like this almost like nearly lost gem. You know, not, not that I think like. Anything that's just like <clears throat> old lost media is cool, but like it, it, you know, it just it adds to the already existing charm that's there to it. I think. Yeah, I agree. I would, uh, <coughs> I would wholeheartedly recommend this movie if anyone wants to uh, wants to check it out. Big, oh yeah, you'll have a good time. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So so anything that we that we want to touch on about uh, that we didn't get to. For the OG, the very first video game movie ever, Super Mario Bros. The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. No, I mean, I think we covered it in great detail, I think. Um, I, yeah, I... I think I think we did this I movie justice. Go and, go and click the link. Watch the movie. It's cool. Yeah, shout out... It's on YouTube. It's free. Shout out one more time to uh, the Kaneko video group for, uh, for restoring this movie... It looks awesome. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. It's 61 minutes, so it's not going to take up that much of your time. And uh, there are a lot of parallels between this and, like, both other Super Mario Bros. movies. So it's kind of neat to watch and and see, you know, see where it all started, so to say. I'm looking over at Kaneko Video on their YouTube, and there's there's just, like, cool stuff on here that I want to check, check out. Like, I... To see this one uh, 1980 anime film, it looks like, called Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned. Wow. It looks kind of badass. Yeah. That sounds sweet. (laughs) Sounds like some pre-Castlevania stuff. Yeah, it looks like they've got a lot of, like, you know, old media that they've uh, updated. So that's really really cool. Yeah. That's that's a really valuable uh, service. I'm glad this... uh, channel exists yeah this group exists i'm taking a look at some of their stuff right now and it looks uh like you said there's a lot of like really really cool stuff here wow uh fievel goes west that brings me back that brings me back to my childhood right there um yeah that's uh so shout out to them for 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 doing this and for restoring it making it look so great uh it really does look look great so i i definitely recommend that you check this out um other than that, I think that's going to do it for us. I think we have covered this movie in uh, perhaps the greatest detail that that maybe anyone's ever uh, covered it on a podcast. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so, there you go. I'll have to take a look if maybe if there's anyone else out there. Like we got to be friends. Yeah. To talk about this movie. If, if if anyone has ever done a podcast about <clears throat> this movie, then we absolutely should be buddies. No, no question about that. Um 
<laughs> so, okay, well, in the meantime, then, uh, I guess that that brings us to a close on the first ever video game movie. It feels like a big moment in the history of virtual theater. I feel like we're, we're going back to, like, the Big oh. Bang almost, you know? Yeah, it's fun. There's just still, we still have a lot of, you know, or there's, like, a handful of big movies, but then there's, yeah, there's still a lot of interesting stuff to cover yeah yeah just it was it was nice to go back and you know that old saying about if you want to know where you're going you know see where you came from i actually don't know if that's a saying yes. or not but it <laughs> sounds like it could be one it sounds like something my dad would say i think i think i've heard him say that yeah okay <laughs> i met your dad once he was a nice guy he shout out to my dad yeah, yeah. it's not his not his birthday yet no um, his birthday is in october he has a nice mustache november oh Oh, sorry. <laughs> Close though. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want to check out Gooey's dad, you can go uh, watch. He made an appearance at the Zelda Dungeon Marathon this year. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Well, that, uh, <laughs> that it's going to do it for us. We are going to uh, get out of here. Of course, we want you to check us out over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X at Spateri three sixteen at Gooey Fame and uh, like and subscribe. Tell your friends about this show. If you've been uh, enjoying what we've been doing for the past couple of years, we, uh, we're on Patreon. We got $1 entry fee for anybody that wants to check out a ton of bonus shows like Banana Slamma, which is our uh, Donkey Kong Country animated cartoon retrospective. We have also covered The Legend of Zelda cartoon, Captain and countless movies, countless other topics, comics, shows, uh, you, you name it. it. I feel like it's there. Um, check out, uh, check out Goose Podcast, Flashback 64. It's got a lot of similar yeah, vibes to you. this, I, and I've been really digging it so far. And, uh, you know, they're, they're making some, some great moves over there. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, wherever, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast, like, subscribe, share, review. Unless you're going to give us a bad review, then don't. Um, but yeah. Don't bother. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, that is going to do it. For us, my friends, until next time, everybody, take care. <laughs>